It's Tuesday, March 3rd, 2020. I got into this race for really, really good reasons. Billionaire climate activist Tom Steyer gets out of the 2020 presidential race. For Houston, it's a hit to convention business and businesses that depend on it. Coronavirus concern slams energy markets and cancels global conferences, but clears the air in China. Plus, once a year, California's Yosemite National Park plays host to an impressive trick of sunlight and water on the vertical rock formation known as El Capitan. Not this year. In Yosemite, climate change cancels firefall. All of those cancellations and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We have a president who thinks this coronavirus is a minor annoyance like the common cold or the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> this is your Green News Report. Okay, Tessie Toyan, another climate change champion, drops out of the Democratic presidential race. Yep, billionaire climate activist Tom Steyer dropped out of the 2020 Democratic presidential primary race after a poor showing in the South Carolina primary. Steyer's long-shot presidential bid was based on his years of advocacy for climate action, in which he invested millions of his own money in organizing and engaging young voters on environmental issues. Well, apparently he's got plenty of money to throw away, so who cares? Well, he did it in part because of climate change's disproportionate impact on minority and low-income communities. In South Carolina, Steyer pledged to keep up the fight. So of course I'll be working on that. And let me say one last thing. When the Lord closes a door, he opens a window. I will find that window and crawl through it with you. I promise you that. Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota and former Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg also dropped out of the 2020 race. Both endorsed fellow moderate Democrat Joe Biden. On Monday, Greenpeace unveiled their new rankings of all of the candidates based on their environmental policies. Biden placed third behind Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Hmm. And surprise, President Trump was dead last. Go figure. Meanwhile, the spread of the novel coronavirus continues to upend global markets and cause a slowdowns and disruptions in the energy sector. Sarah Week, one of the world's largest energy conferences, was scheduled to begin in Houston, Texas next week, but it has now been canceled over concerns about the spread of the coronavirus. In the UK, organizers of the United Nations Global Annual Climate Change Conference, set for Glasgow in November, warned that the disruption is seriously hampering their preparations and could potentially derail the summit entirely. The New York Times reports that Saudi Arabia and other OPEC countries are hoping to convince Russia and other major global oil producers to cut production of crude oil to prevent a global oil oversupply Hmm. that could cause the price of oil to drop even further. Well, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? The solar energy industry, however, is also getting hit. Key solar manufacturers warned on Monday that a prolonged outbreak could trigger an overall slowdown in an industry that relies heavily on cheap 
Chinese manufacturing. Well, that actually is bad. That is. Nine of the top ten solar panel makers are located in China. The timing is terrible for countries around the world trying to ramp up deployment of solar energy projects, and it underscores the fragility of the global supply chain. It certainly does. But there's a silver lining for breathers in China. Not only has the idling of China's heavy industries cut the country's greenhouse gas emissions by about 25 percent, it has also dramatically cut air pollution in China. Really? According to NASA satellite images. Why? Because heavily polluting industries have been idled, manufacturers have been idled, and people have been staying home and not traveling using cars. See, isn't that like you? Always finding an upside, even of a deadly global pandemic. Well, I just want to point out that a global pandemic is really not the best way to address pollution or climate change. Okay. Coward. Finally, in California's Yosemite National Park, Firefall is a visual treat for park visitors in February when the angle of the sun perfectly illuminates towering horsetail fall for just a few minutes, making it appear to be on fire. But this year, there was no firefall because there wasn't enough water. Mm. Much of Northern California just saw the driest February ever recorded. On PBS NewsHour, UC Berkeley ecologist Patrick Gonzalez warned that the observed drop in annual precipitation in Yosemite is a long-term trend for the state. In Yosemite and across the western U.S., human-caused climate change has doubled the area of wildfire burned, has doubled tree death, and has shifted um, trees upslope into meadows. Some areas of Northern California recorded zero precipitation for the entire month. According to the National Weather Service, February is normally one of California's rainiest months of the year. Everything is going fantastically. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report.